when you were losing the money, did it ever occur to you that at six pesos, should I cut my losses and then just come back? Or what gave you the conviction also to uh, just stay the course, add, and just invest for the future? Yes, I got scared. I mean, who's not going to be scared thinking about losing half of his money? It's just that when you're in that particular mode, you have to look at why. I mean, why are you investing in the first place? So again, it all boils down to the objectives that you have. So at that particular time, I know I'm, I'm, I'm saving up for retirement. I'm saving up for capital for business. I'm saving up for many, many long-term objectives. Being a net earner just means you can have money to invest on a monthly or a quarterly basis. So who cares if it goes down? If I believe in a company, if it's run by good management, it has a great product, and at that particular time, all of these names, PLDT, Ayala Land, Jollibee, they have franchises. They have, they, have, they have a hold of their markets, which means matter of time when the sentiment changes and then the tide changes from negative, uh, negative sentiments to positivity, then it will become a very, very different ballgame. I've been in the market for so long, you know? Kulang na lang tumanda na ako dito. That's the very reason why maybe I, I look at things very differently. Why? And I'll say this. In all the three decades or more that I've been investing in stocks, I never caught the bottom. You know, I, I never caught the top in terms of selling at the right time or buying at the right time. All I know is that at a certain price, it now has value that's compelling enough. So what do you do when your stocks are down? What do you do when it's down more than 50%? We have the insights and the learnings and specialties of Rex Mendoza in this video. You have to listen to his advice. You have to listen on how he invested well and how he was able to make his money grow by not panicking. So check this video out. Hi, we hope that you're going to join us in Icon Davao. That's coming up real soon, November 30. See us there. Link will be down below. I hope to see you all, guys. Okay, guys, in this video, we have a very, very, very special treat. Your favorite CEO of Rapper and Soldivo, Rex Mendoza. And this will be a follow-up to all of your questions that you guys sent out. First question, a lot of people got so excited. Uh, with you buying Jollibee below 10, uh, at the IPO around 10 pesos, then your story about PLDT at uh, 6 pesos, then you mentioned that it dropped and you bought even more. Uh, what, what people wanted to know was, when you were losing the money, did it ever occur to you that at 6 pesos, should I cut my losses and then just come back? Or what gave you the conviction also to uh, just stay the course, add, and just invest for the future? Hi. Um, well, I guess it, it boils down, Marvin, to the fact that, you know, I'm not going to be a technician. I'm not really going to be a, you know, an all astute fund manager. I, I really want to make things simple, especially for my own portfolio. Yes, I got scared. I mean, who's not going to be scared thinking about losing half of his money? It's just that when you're in that particular mode, you have to look at why. I mean, why are you investing in the first place? So. Again, it all boils down to the objectives that you have. So at that particular time, I know I'm, I'm, I'm saving up for retirement. I'm saving up for capital for business. I'm saving up for many, 
many long-term objectives. So the drop was not really something I need to focus on. I need to focus on how will I make those long-term objectives happen? How will I hit them? How will I achieve them? In which case, it changes a perspective, which means at that particular time, I was looking at a bargain. I was looking at buying the same company, buying the same value, you know, in the midst of uncertainty and volatility where sentiments are down, I'm buying it at a discount. Mm. This is where the differentiation happens. It's not that, you know, I I'm gonna be scared it's gonna go down and going down further. Why? Because again, I am a net earner. At that particular time, being a net earner just means you can have money to invest on a monthly or a quarterly basis. So who cares if it goes down? If I believe in a company, if it's run by good management, it has a great product, and at that particular time, all of these names, PLDT, Ayala Land, Jollibee, they have franchises. They have they have they have a hold of their markets, which means matter of time when the sentiment changes and then then the tide changes from negative uh, negative sentiments to positivity, then it will become a very, very different ballgame. And true enough, in less than 10 years, it has happened. And, you know, those investments never look back. So whenever these things happen to me right now, like what's happening today, and I think all of you are asking about that because of what's happening today, I'll just look at what do I need the money for? Why am I investing in the first place? When you look back at your objectives, then you change in terms of, you know, focus. From the fear, it now becomes an opportunity. So when... When that was happening, fifty, you see people lose fifty percent off. What's your, uh, what's your advice for them to temper their emotions? Because at the at the end of the at that very moment, it becomes very very scary to see your, especially you now it's online. Unlike before, you get statements not on that you can you don't see it daily, and now you get to uh, log in, see what's happening to per, your portfolio on a daily basis. How do you temper that emotion uh, at that very moment when you see uh, your stocks down, and then all of the bad, parang. Every time you see your stocks down, you see more bad news about the company. It causes you to be scared even more. Well, I guess it, it it has to be a matter of how you view that stock portfolio. Yes, it's going to look all red. And I guess even the color sometimes <laughs> give you a certain sense of psychology, right? A certain sense of negative attachment. But the truth is this. It's a scoreboard. Mm. The question I'll always get to ask myself is, is the game ended or is it ending? No, it's a continuous game, right? It's a continuous game that you need to play, which means that you have to look at these numbers as a basic scoreboard. And maybe as of the interim, which is might be the first quarter of the second quarter of this game, you're losing money. But if you are in that selection process that is sound, where you see good value, where your, your horizon is firm and you know you're going to be in there for the long term. And then most importantly, that you've created a diversified portfolio and you're still earning more than what you spend. So what's the problem? I mean, mm. see, again, with all of these combinations, that, that provides, you know, strength, that provides the confidence. And I guess that's what you get down to, Marvin. That's, that's what all of our friends will have to get down to. Uh, they, they will not or they will never get the confidence from outside. You always get the confidence from within. Always remember that. Mm. Now, I like what, what when we were talking offline, Kanina, you said uh, you were buying Ayala Land when it started to go down. Just the, just the recent movements also, that you can never find uh, find the bottom. What's your take naman for people trying to say na, 
I'll, I'll wait for it's gonna go down even lower. It's gonna go down even lower because there there are people, the man who have cash, are unaffected by by the drop, but they keep on waiting for that bottom. Uh, what's your what's your advice for them, and what's your best practices on how you were able to still position well, the man? You know, I, I guess I I have to answer this not in a not in a very proud sense, no, because. I've been in the market for so long, you know. Kulang na lang tumanda na ako dito. And that's the very reason why maybe I, I look at things very differently. Why? And I'll say this. In all the three decades or more that I've been investing in stocks, I never caught the bottom. You know, I, I never caught the top in terms of selling at the right time or buying at the right time. All I know is that at a certain price, it now has value that's compelling enough. So Marvin, many people are waiting for Ayala Land at 43 or Ayala Land at 44. Maybe it will hit those prices, I don't know. But at 46, 45 for me recently, that presented very good value. I know the net asset, I know how the company is doing, great management, great people. People bought it at 53 some few months ago. Why won't I, I buy it at 46 now? As I've said, at this age and time, I'm still a net earner. Which means if it goes down to 45, I'll buy more. If it goes down to 44, I'll buy more. I will always have to allocate money to it on a monthly or a quarterly basis. So I'm not going to wait for it to hit a certain target. I'm getting into it as I see value over time. I, I guess that's the most important part. Okay. For those who are investing in stocks and then uh, they're not doing a good job they get they get too emotional when do they say it's time to pull the plug and just go to manage funds just go to mutual funds because as much as i like everyone to invest in the stock market uh it might not be also for everyone there will be a set of people also that uh managed funds might be better for them how can they gauge na ah, pang mutual fund ako, ah, pang stocks ako, or i can double in both for me it's even the other way around marvin they have to start with managed funds you know, get the feel, get the emotional ride, get the volatility. In fact, it's already controlled because you have a fund manager. But at the very least, you start feeling the market. Now, if you're used to it and you now have a bigger base and you now have better acumen, that's the time you start investing directly. So, you know, you don't expose yourself to the market and try to become bulletproof. And, and, and when you hit, when you get hit and you feel so bad, that's the time you go to a mutual fund. That's the wrong way. You start with funds, if you become more comfortable and you feel that you're you know, less vulnerable, that's the time you go into direct stock investing. So that's what I feel. And there's nothing wrong with having both though. I mean, up till today, I'm investing my own portfolio, but I, I still bet on other people's uh, pro prowess in, in, in fund management. So I'm investing in managed funds as well as direct stock. So uh, for me, it's always a combination. It's diversified. I cannot watch the market all the time. So I, I think fund managers can do better than me at certain times. But I'd also like to be able to double directly because, you know, I, I, I have the experience, I have the knowledge. Why not? Right? So it's always a combination for okay. me. Going back to when, when you're at a position that you're losing money, and this is regardless if it's funds or uh, stocks, we all know that it's, it's a paper loss. What if naman wala ka nang bala? Kasi people always say, pasok out. When it's down, that's the best time to add more. What about people who don't have the liquidity to add? A uh, couple of questions. Do you suggest that they have current positions that are winning? Do they sell that to buy the one that's lower? Or do they try to 
get off other investments that might be fixed income and then transfer it to the one that's lower, they just stay put. Okay, that's a very nice question. See, I'll start with the first one. You know, do we take money out of the winning stock so that you will have cash to position in other stocks? See, I always tell myself one thing. If I'm about to sell something, the question that lingers in my head will always be this. Where will I put that money? Unless I have a place or an instrument that will beat that position as as it's currently doing, you know, I won't move it. If I cannot see something that will beat it, I won't move it. It will stay with the winner until I will find a new winner. So I, I won't touch that. Number two, see, that's why I tell a lot of people, that shouldn't be a situation for many of you that you run out of what to invest. And that's why I always say firing on all cylinders, right? You have to increase your income potential. You have to get into many things, side hustles, stuff like that, so that you will always have what we call net money to invest. If you're a net earner, your job is to allocate. Your job is to be able to invest. You don't exactly just have enough for your expenses. That's not the way to deal with it. Every particular moment, you know, there has to be some, 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 you know, um, extra there that you can position. Mm. How about fixed income? Do they touch their fixed income or just leave the fixed income to what it, to where it is, and then uh, they don't move it to stocks anymore? Oh. I forgot to I forgot to follow <laughs> on that. You know, fixed income drops to a very, very necessary level when the markets are bad. Mm. For me, it is a it has to be a determination of how much that emergency fund should be. Mm. Now, when markets are up, we can do a bit of top slicing so you create more fixed income. But when the markets are bad and opportunities are found, that's the time to keep yourself within a, an emergency fund that is really, you know, the nuts and bolts of it, an emergency fund. Because putting more money other than what's necessary will be, you know, losing value. Mm. And that's the reason why, you know, um, uh, my, my fixed income will always be at a minimum when when, when markets are going to be challenged. Alright, so that's it for now. For this video, we'll have a series of videos with the Master Rex Mendoza. For those who want to know more about Ramver and Soldivo, I'll put the link below as well for those who want to uh, dabble into mutual funds. Or if you're uh, new to this and you don't know the whole concept of investing into equities, uh, they have the products that will fit you so that you can also make your money work hard while getting your way through the stock market as well. So that's it for now. I hope this video helps you trade well, trade strong, trade smart. See you all again soon. Bye, everyone.